0: Play ball! Save! Hello, everyone, and welcome to From the Cheap Seats, your favorite podcast for frank, unapologetic, and shamelessly opinionated Washington Nationals news outside the press box, the dugout, in the very informative stadium urinals. My name is Thad Helsley, and I'm here with the inventor of the Louisville Slugger. Garcia. And our AI guest host and motivational speaker... Bernice. Fuck you, Mr. Halkley. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cassia and Bernice. My gosh, what a week uh, or a, a road trip it has been for the Nats. They spent their last four days, we're on a day off. Crazy weekend in Los Angeles. The top team, former World Series contender last year, and the top team in the National League amazingly we won two out of four games but extraordinarily lopsided do you have any uh comments
1: what do you mean by lopsided
0: okay uh let me put it this way we went on this road trip the second series was with milwaukee they're a very good team they swept us they humiliated us so so everybody <laughs> was doesn't saying doesn't take much it doesn't take much right but now we're facing the dodgers the best team in the national league two years in a row in the world series okay they are going to completely beat us up they're going to be saying davey's dead davey is dead but we ended up winning 204 which would be respectable under any other condition even if we were a 500 above 500 team here's a here's a historical fact the name has gone back and forth but mostly for most of history the Washington team was called the Senators. The one time they won the World Series was in 1924. They've been in it three times. <laughs> they only won it that one time. So there before
1: w- there was sound in movies.
0: So movies were sound long. You're right.
1: You're very time right. Ago.
0: But their record at this point in May that we're sitting here now, they were six and a half or seven behind the leader in the division that year which is true of us today. All that means, you're saying, well, that doesn't mean we're going to win the World Series. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't mean we're going to even get close to the World Series. I don't know if we can even spell the World Series. But but at least that's something. Also, last year's National League World Series participant, the Dodgers, which we just talked about, they had the identical record in this very same week, 16-24. So, It's not impossible. Now, you could say I'm just a starry-eyed optimist, but that's one of the things.
1: Well, you know, winning teams don't have to go reaching for the history books, nor do they have to start digging around in the Dodgers. Oh, what did the do- what were the Dodgers doing? It blah 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 blah. You know, you're not doing well if you need to like think of the Thomas Edison quote <laughs> about the light bulbs and shit. Like, <laughs> you're, it's like
0: well, if we it's compare like, this season to the Peloponnesian War. The Greeks were doing fantastic. <laughs> Third month.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. I don't. I don't know what. I here's the thing. We don't. The goal is not to win the World Series. In my mind, I know that's what the the coaches have to say in order to have their jobs. And that's and that's what the learners. That's what the learners want because they're fucking psychopaths. But I'm. I mean, ouch, babe. I what I want is to see a team that is being built with the future in mind. And I don't see that with, they. you know, they're just, like, hanging on to a facade that, like, well, we're going to be a World Series team. Like, no, we're not. Not right now. Not with this manager. Not with, with what's going on. You know? I mean, you have to have a more, like, long-term organizational goals. And I don't see that in the Nationals.
0: So are you in the Fire Davy camp?
1: i don't know i don't know i'm thinking about it i don't know what it what it would gain because it's not like we'd get someone better it would just be a i mean who would we get
0: there are two guys i don't have their names in front of me who are considered who are available and considered to be very good but they would Cost more than either Dusty did.
1: Well, pe- people need to be paid. And the
0: other... Okay, here let's go into this, too, because the other piece that happened this week... So, Dusty Baker was interviewed on the MLB network.
1: Right, okay, I read this.
0: Did you read it? Okay, you want to I read the book from
1: it. Well, he said you know they asked him how do you feel about being the nationals he's like oh i had a great time um i think about the team i love the city it's second only to my time with where did he work before san francisco but he was there for like 15
0: years right that's what he said he
1: said second only to my time in san francisco and he thinks about it every day and he would he would come back he would he wants to run the team which that's cool but again i don't I don't know. Can the learners like take that kind of ego blow? Do they care? Well, people
0: have been debating that, and there was why fire him in the first
1: place? We'd be in such a better position. It just it will just I mean it would just draw people uh, uh, people's attention to their flaws. Well, no, in retrospect, attention is already there
0: compared to Davey and these two disappointing. I mean, now we're looking at. I mean, the Miami Marlins are the worst. In the national league we're the second to worst and we were supposed to be a world series contender and that was the whole point it's of an getting an of Dodgers. like how dare you only get into the playoffs and not get into the world series therefore we're letting you go and it's like
1: what no it was crazy i totally. mean
0: what if tomorrow like everybody was holding their breath today because they have a day off after this like 10 day stint and everyone's like okay is there going to be an announcement about Davey? Is he fired? Is there is legitimate
1: fired? rumors? Like, not just rumors. I mean, well, is there reporting Well, re- reported to back it at ESPN,
0: NBC Sports, Masson, the other legitimate Washington I don't know. Post.
1: I don't know. I don't know what the... Again, because you can report a rumor
0: People, well, or report right. a report, it, it just means but that doesn't
1: mean that there's that there actual a, information behind it.
0: No, it means there was a meeting. And it was okay. discussed. And the, and the word leaked out that there was a meeting. They decided apparently not to do it because it's already, what, 8, 9 o'clock at night. They haven't announced anything now. but And they're not going to do it tomorrow because we've got a fucking game at 7 o'clock. So, I mean, this on a day off would be the time to make a change, right? You're not going to make a change in the middle of a game.
1: I don't know. I would start, like, looking at the airport, just, like, <laughs> looking at for anyone that looks like Desi Baker. Just see... <laughs> Maybe <laughs> just, like, get some people there. Let's just wait for him, you know? Or buy him. We could buy him a ticket. We could crowdfund him a ticket. Well, Bring him here and just have him stand the outside. The speculation
0: was because he lives in California, so they could have picked him up <laughs> when they were they out there. Left Davy there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know Yeah, where Davey left lived. I think Davey. Davey. I think, lives in Florida. But, I mean, you just... Davy been...
1: definitely lives in Florida.
0: So, the guy that we picked up last thursday you looked up his name
1: gerardo Parra. i don't know how to say his last name i would okay. assume it's like a, a, okay. a rrr kind of thing yeah. but i don't know
0: so what do you think about that so he comes in they pick him up last minute recruit just because of all the injuries we still have uh, he's a utility player he can play in the outfield he can play in the infield But he's a good hitter. He has a dependable 280-plus average. Comes in on his very first at base as a national, and he hits a grand slam. We win that game against the world-famous Dodgers.
1: That's great. But again, (laughs) we got to have consistency. We need it from the whole team. You know, situational hitting. You know, can't just be one grand slam. It's, it's great when they come in and have a big moment. Fantastic. But Grand Slam isn't enough to save us right now.
0: Quick note on our next segment, listeners. We were unable to establish a high-quality connection with our correspondent, so we ended up connecting via a cell phone. Thus, the audio quality is not ideal, and I apologize in advance. We are now joined again by our official Mets correspondent, Leonardo from Manhattan, who's going to give us an update on how his team is doing and the ongoing rivalry with the Nats. Thank you for being with us today, Leonardo.
2: Hey, nice to be on the show, Brad
0: and Tasha. Love to have you. Last time we talked, we were discussing that you and the Phillies would probably be battling it out for first place. Now the Nats are sitting here at fourth place, and you're at third so maybe you'd give us a little idea of what's going on and what you think is going to happen in the
2: future. Well, I don't want to say the wheels have come off the Mets bus, but at least two of them uh, are definitely low well on air of the wheels. And <laughs> it seems uh, what's happening in Metland is that um, the pitching, which was supposed to be Cy Young caliber, but at least two of our starters, their ERAs were like in the... Uh, you know the uh, the adolescent zone in the twelves and elevens. You had Degrom and Lindor oh pitching. Yeah. So um, and the bat- the batting, which was not supposed to be anything special, um, which, you know, you had a, uh, up until about two weeks ago, uh, almost every starter was batting two eighty or more. Things have kind of flip flopped, um, but with that, our winning ratio has not kept up, and we're not playing the best of ball. And quite frankly, I'm not sure what the rest of the season has because we have too many good teams We have two first basemen, least third baseman, not enough outfielders. And the, the bright spot is the starting pitching seems to be shoring up. So at least that's good.
0: Well, at least you're, I mean, we're in a position where we came out of a series with in Los Angeles with the Dodgers where if we were going to get swept again, Dave Martinez wouldn't have a job today, our manager. But... We it was a two-two series, so I guess the Game of Thrones um, sharpened swords were not drawn on this particular evening, but they could be soon.
2: Yeah, it's funny because it, it comes uh, just after Easter, and we all know that Jesus rose from the dead, but I don't know if uh, the Washington Nationals can.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well said. <laughs> Well said. So, um, are there any particular, uh, uh, things that we should be looking for? And then our audience, our Nance audience should have a special eye on.
2: Uh, yeah. So, um, you're going to get Syndergaard and he's actually picking like somebody that knows how to get people out instead of somebody that just wants to throw as hard as he humanly can with each pick. I think somebody must have sat him down. And you know what? Um, I've been a law-abiding citizen my whole life, with one exception. When I was in the fifth grade, I took out a book from the library and I never returned it. And the title of that book was "Tom Seaver on Pitching," and it wow. talks
1: about
2: how wow. to get people out. And he tells of this one story where he was in his thirty, towards the end of his career, and, uh, and the uh, the manager came out and said, "You got enough, you got enough left to get this one last batter out." And he said, "I got enough left, coach." So the first pitch he threw was high and outside. And the manager's like, oh, my God, did I do wrong? And the second pitch was low and outside. And that was a fastball. Then the third pitch was a changeup at the knees, and the batter hit a weak-round ball to second base. And Tom Keever came into the dugout, and his manager said, I thought you said you had enough to get this guy up. And he said, yeah, I had to throw two out-of-the-zone fastballs to get him to bite on my changeup. And I think somebody is finally telling Young, blonde hair, blue eyes, larger than life Noah Syndergaard, that it's okay to throw something under 100 miles an hour and actually have a plan to get people out. So I feel sorry that you're going to get him. I don't feel sorry for us. And um, we also have Michael Conforto finally uh, playing like he's supposed to play. And we also have Dominic Smith, I think, is still going to be up because Travis Darnot, uh the Who's a very nice person, I'm sure, but Travis, uh, much like your one of your pitchers, if he sneezes, you know, he pulls the hamstring. So I think the <laughs> Mets finally
0: got. You know,
2: uh, I think the Mets finally got upset that you know he spent way more time on the DL. For the Mets fans that are listening, what do we have? uh to look out for. Probably not much if anything at all. But make something up if you have to. The manager being fired in the middle of the
1: series.
0: Unfortunately, because of the way we are in the rotation, you're gonna get the bottom of our starters. helixson is gonna face Center Guard and he hasn't been doing yep. all that well consistently. And then there's Sanchez, who's been a disaster. So Schurz and Strasburg and Corbin have been good. And I guess you'll get Schurz at the end of the series. You'll have one, only face one real pitcher. All
2: right, so what, what, is, the, what is the official city food of Washington, D.C.? Is it snails? Is it escargot? And do they sell those at the stadium? Okay,
0: well, the last episode, mm. which you may not have heard, was um, with, uh, we've got a, just like you're a guest correspondent for the Mets, we've got a guest correspondent for, a gourmet guest correspondent for food. And he's been a award-winning chili chef, and he visited um, Hank's Oyster Bar, which is a big, like a five-star restaurant in a white tablecloth restaurant in DC. But they opened up a concession in uh, the NAS Park, and they were doing fried poor boys and stuff like that. So there are some there are some gourmet selections which we're trying to highlight. I know you were very down on our food. Uh, last time we talked, I know that your place, I mentioned uh, to that that your stadium looks like the inside of Trump Tower, and ours looks like the inside of a middle school gymnasium. <laughs> so <laughs> here's, here's a fun fact, Len. Fun fact. So the Dodgers last year had the exact same record the Nats do now, 16-24. 16 wins right. 24 losses at the very same week and yet they went on to the world series now they lost but at least they got to the series so we have some hope yeah what so, i'm saying
2: yeah i don't know if you have the horses i don't know if you have i don't know if you have the personnel i don't know oh, either yeah.
0: len we're going to we're going to sign off and uh let you go and we'll see how the series turns out and
2: bring some extra cleanets uh for um you know if you start to cry at how bad you guys lose all right ladies and
0: gentlemen from the cheap seats guest correspondent leonardo from manhattan thank you all right goodbye so that's it for this episode everyone you can find this series on itunes spotify stitcher soundcloud as well as many of your favorite player apps you can also follow us on Twitter at The Cheap Seats and you can reach us by email at DC at gmail.com. So see you next time on From The Cheap Seats.
1: Oh, yeah.